Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Commanding the Huddle. I am your host, Ryan Fowler, and happy to be joined today by wide receiver Malik Washington from the University of Virginia. Malik, appreciate you joining me, man. I know you've had a busy time so far. Just talk to me about how this pre-draft process has been for you so far. Of course, man. I think this pre-draft process is, I mean, as a kid, you kind of always look, you know, you look forward to this process. You, you, we're lucky and blessed enough to be in this process. So just taking it one day at a time, trying to hone in on the small details and you really just make the most of every single day uh, leading up to Andy, leading up to the draft. Absolutely, man. I know, look, every day's been busy for you. You had the Shrine last couple weeks. You obviously had a hell of a season for the Virginia Cavaliers. And, and now you're, look, you're just a couple months away from this thing kicking off in April and joining a new NFL team and taking those next steps in your career. Just take me into the layers a little bit of your pre-draft process and some of the things you've been focused on improving here over these last few weeks. Yeah, right. It's kind of, it's, it's tough. Like you said, we had the all-star game and stuff like that. So you want to be primed and ready to play football. But at the same time, we're supposed to be priming ourselves and ready to go basically run a track meet to showcase that we can, you know, we can run, we can jump and do those different things um, in front of all these NFL teams. So it's kind of been trying to balance that out, trying to find, you know, time to really hone in on your craft, uh, run routes, catch footballs and stuff like that, while also trying to maximize your body and, you know, do the recovery, do the different stuff you need so that you can perform in the, in the field drills and, and run, a, you know, run a fast 40 and, and try to do as best you can in that area as well. So kind of in this pre-draft process, I barely – I've really just been honing in on tracking the ball, getting, you know, figuring out the little small details of the route, trying to get better any way I can there, and then just trying to really run this 40, trying to, you know, figure out the 10-yard the, the burst there or the, the steps within the, the start and stuff like that. So trying to improve every, like every little piece of my game right now. For those out there, Malik, that are maybe unfamiliar with your game, didn't watch you at Northwestern, didn't watch you this past year, just dominating the ACC, take us a little bit into your game and what Malik Washington's going to offer for an NFL team, not only as a player on the football field, but a man in the locker room as well. Right. I think you could you could kind of see it a little bit at, uh, at Northwestern, right? I, I think last year I was number two in broken tackles in the country, uh, in FBS. And then this year I'm number one in broken tackles in the country. So you could see the little, you could see it coming on. And I think what, the NFL team will get out of me as a player is just someone who's determined, someone who is going to fight every single down, every single play, every single day uh, to not only make myself better, to, to make the guys around me better. And I'm going to learn from the guys ahead of me, um, and I'm going to teach the guys that are that are with me uh, as much as I can. I think you're going to get a player that's just dedicated to being the best person, the best player, uh, the best teammate, the best any 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 person I can be. I'm going to try to give my best. So I think you're going to get not only somebody that – it's going to excel on the field, but that's going to excel within the program, within the organization, um, and try to further that organization to be the best. Talk to me a little bit about your time, both at Northwestern and UVA. Obviously, the transfer portal was a was a big part of your collegiate career, and obviously was a, a great move for yourself. Not only just going from you know the Big Ten to the ACC and staying within the Power Five, but the success that you had at both spots. Just talk to me a little bit about that time at, at both spots. Right, and that's I mean that's a time that I'm really grateful for. I got a chance to play in the Big Ten. One of the best, uh, you know, one of the biggest and best conferences. Then I got a chance to play in the ACC, one of the biggest and best conferences. Different conferences for sure. I think in the Big Ten, I got a chance to really feel that physical piece of college football, really feel, you know, maybe some guys that are bigger, stronger, maybe not as fast as the ACC. In the ACC, I think guys were really moving sideline to sideline. You got to see linebackers like Cedric Gray, Peyton Wilson that are coming out there, just flying from sideline to sideline. But then in the Big Ten, you got to see guys like Jack Campbell and stuff like that. So I think I got the best of both worlds, ability to, kind of improved my game in two areas, uh, playing at both conferences. 
And I think at Northwestern, it was just a, um, you know, a, di- a little bit of a different system. I had 700 yard or yeah, six, 700 yards, 65 catches my last year there, my senior year, almost 600 yards the year before. Uh, then I get to Virginia and I get a little bit more freedom in offense, maybe some choice routes, some option routes, uh, ability to work some of my football IQ and be on the same page with my quarterback who also knew, you know, was doing a, such a great job at, you know, being on the same page. So I got a chance to do that in Virginia. And you saw my production kind of skyrocket to 110 catches, uh, 14, 26 yards and nine touchdowns. I think just the combination of being able to play at both schools, both uh, conferences really gave me an upper edge and gave me exactly what I needed to to start my NFL career. Absolutely. And Malik, I think a big thing in your game that stands out is your nuance as a route runner and your ability to understand what leverage is, what types of skill sets opposite corners have, whether it's a 5'10 guy, 5'9 guy, or maybe a 6'2", 6'3 guy with, with 33s on their arm. Just talk to me a little bit about, take the layers off your game a little bit as far as how you win a snap before the ball is ever, win a rep before the ball is ever snapped. What are you looking at? Maybe tendencies, leverage, different alignments from different defenses and corners. Just take the take the layers off your game a little bit on the outside. Yeah, I, I win snap Sunday mornings after a football game when I get that scouting report, and I just go through it. I look at you know maybe what you know what maybe what defense or what DB what they have to offer as, as far as size. How old are they? You know different things like that. Maybe I can look at their tape from this and see what they've really, you know, kind of been working on. But I think when I look there, look at the film and I dissect it, I like to see when are guys opening their heads. Are they opening the right on the snap? Are they waiting till you give them a move? What guys bite on the first move? Which guys bite on the second moves? I like to see what receivers have done before that has had success. And what have they done that, you know, have maybe failed or they not had success? Can I do that a little bit better? Is that my game and stuff like that? I like to look at those little, small little details. I also like to look at, you know, Sam linebackers too. I like to look at uh, are they dropping? How fast are they dropping? Are they getting hands on? Are they rerouting stuff like that? I think that's a big part of just playing the slot is seeing are guys going to try to reroute you? Um, who's going to drop? Who's going to drop where? What are the tendencies? If, if the if the nickel and the safety are stacked, is the nickel coming? Seeing the tendencies of that drop the end, maybe is he going to drop and try to get into that zone and disrupt you trying to go vertical down the field? So I kind of look at all those pieces. And really what I'll do is look at it with my quarterback. I'll look at it with my offensive coordinator and we'll try to figure out, okay, if they're doing, if they're, if their D in is dropping, maybe we can run this slam right underneath it. You could be patient off the ball. Right. Or maybe if they have a, a nickel backer that he's not going to bite on your first move, but if you give him something and you want to him at the line of scrimmage, we can run this fade ball all day. And you'll get open because he's going to bite on that second move. So it's little things like that. I think you kind of look at all throughout the week with your, uh, with your quarterback and your OC so that you're on the same page and, you can execute on game day. And look, I know it's not everything, but the one-on-ones down at Shrine, right down there in Frisco, for those that weren't down there or saw the tape as well, just you were dominant all week long. Didn't matter who who it was, what type of corner it was, inside, outside. Your your ability just popped off the charts. Just talk to me about that experience down there at Shrine. And not just being down there, Malik, but also just getting the opportunity from Eric Alco and his staff to look, say, look, I'm going to strap up, wear this UVA helmet for the one last time, and, and compete with some of the best guys in the country. Oh, man, that's that's unbelievable. And I think the excitement I had when I just got the call that I was invited to the Shrine Bowl was it was really up there. Um, I really appreciate Eric. I really appreciate all that he's done for me just in helping me prep, uh, giving me the opportunity. And I think the event itself is just uh, that's that's nothing short of amazing. You get a chance to be with the children at the Shiner's Hospital. You get a chance to play with guys all across the country that you maybe haven't gotten a chance to play with. And you get to learn different personalities, different play styles. I think the combination of having the NFL coaches – be there and be so in touch and in tune with us 
it's just, you know, a great experience for us all. So I think that week itself was just one of the weeks that I look forward to, one of the weeks I hope I would get an opportunity to be a part of. Um, but I think, you know, the one-on-ones, the practices, different things like that, we don't really get to watch film on the guys before we get there. You kind of, you, you get there, you just play. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that experience. I really enjoyed just being around those guys, learning from them, um, seeing the things that work for them and stuff like that and trying to, you know, basically up my game um, and play to a different level, a different standard uh, and prove that I'm the best guy out here. And there's not a single offense in the NFL, Malik. They'll turn turn down a guy like yourself. The ability to play the slot, play the outside, or you could probably some special teams pop as well. Designated touches. You could line up in the backfield, heck, if a team wanted you to. Talk about the versatility and explosiveness in your game and just how that's going to translate quickly to the NFL. Yeah, I, I think, I, I mean, even talking with scouts and stuff down there, I was just telling them, like, I, re- I really, like, I'm a, you can call me a receiver, but I'm a football player. I can line yeah. up in the backfield. I can be an extension of the run game in the screen, jet sweep game. I can line up as slot receiver. I can go out. We can run 12 personnel, and I'll go to the Z, and I'll run routes out there. I'll block. I'll put my nose on a safety. Like, it really doesn't matter. Uh, I'll go return a kick. It's it's. I'll go be the gunner. It's that versatility that I think is just a part of my game. And I think it's kind of, it's it's you know, the you have to have some athleticism, but it's really a want to. It's really an attitude. And I just have the attitude that I want to help out any way I can. I want to be, you know, the team's biggest advocate. I want to be the guy that, you know, people are looking for, looking to to make that play. And so whether that's at gunner, whether that's a slot receiver, or whether that's somewhere in the backfield on third downs, I want to be that player. So just being strong, being being as fast as possible, knowing the game, knowing the playbook, and different things like that I don't think will help me. Malik, you're your own high-level type of ball player, right? you got your own skill set that you're bringing to an NFL team, but are there any guys in the league right now that are active or maybe guys that are inactive in the past that you maybe grew up watching as a kid that are no longer playing football that maybe you take a few things from their game and say, I want to add that to my bag a little bit? Are you kidding me? There, there's Agent 89. We all know <laughs> Agent 89, uh, whether he was at Carolina or whether he was at the Ravens, he was just completely dominant. He was smooth in his routes he was quick in his routes he was strong at the catch point he went up and tacked every ball like he was six five and then after the catch i mean he was rolling he, he made guys miss um he ran through tackles he did whatever he needed to to get to the end zone and that's kind of the kind of the player that i need to be kind of the player that I've, I've been trying to be um in the past and i think you know as i keep working and i keep letting guys like him you know get in my ear and teach me um i, I can try to reach that level i think guys like jarvis landry even wes welker that played in the slot and kind of were just strong at the catch point, you know, very strong players, um, players that executed really well, ran, ran good routes, but after the catch is really where they changed the game as far as just finding different ways to, to create the first downs, finding different ways to extend plays. So I think those, those are three guys I really looked up to three guys that I've really tried to emulate my game after. Absolutely. Malik, what are you like off the field, man? When you're not strapped up, when you're not playing ball and hauling in targets from a quarterback, what, what do you like to do off the field? Are you a gamer? you like to cook? What are some different things that Malik Washington likes to do away from football? Yeah, I like to fluff my pillows and lay down. <laughs> I like to I like to listen to music. I like to do all, like, I don't want to do too much. For me, it's like, you can, you can try to get into all these different hobbies, but some, your energy is going to get poured into all of these different directions. And I, I, I was taught this at Virginia. The strength coaches and stuff would tell us we need to simplify our life. And I really took that to heart. And so for me, I, I've never been somebody that's into a lot of things, but I'll, I'll maybe draw every now and then and just kind of stay grounded, kind of practice a little bit of mindfulness to focus. I'll listen to a lot of music to kind of chill and reset. Um, and I'll just lay down. I'll try to get as much rest as I can. Um, 
to, you know, just be better the next few days. I try to do those three things as much as possible outside of football, outside of training and stuff like that, uh, just to keep me grounded. But outside of that, I don't really find myself doing too many fun activities. And there's nothing wrong with it, right? There's nothing wrong with getting rest and your yeah, body, okay. you know, trying to get that body right for a long, for a long NFL career. I absolutely understand it. But look, man, last one for you. It just when you look back on this thing, were your first time as a kid ever strapping up to then your high school career, college at Northwestern UVA, and now obviously dominating at Shrine and the pre-draft process is, is probably it's going to be great for you. When you hear your name called in April, just how special of a moment is that going to be for you and your family? Yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, like it's, it's a moment that you can you can visualize, you can try to think about, you can try to say what it'll feel like or say what you think will happen when it comes. But I think it's truly going to be a special moment, something that I could never imagine. Uh, all I could do is remember when I was six years old, seven years old, looking up all these highlights, looking up all this this stuff, all this draft stuff, always watching the draft and seeing those people get their name called. And I just know how special it is for them. And I know when that time, when it's my time, when it's my moment. And all I can do is thank God and be appreciative for the moment and, and just continue to work from there. I think it's just going to shift my mindset to to know, like, this is where the journey starts. Enjoy it right now, but let's get started. Let's go. That is my conversation with UVA wide receiver Malik Washington, an extremely impressive young man. You are a team out there that, look, you're it's a very deep wide receiver class this year, guys. Day one, day two, day three, whether you need a wide receiver one, two, or three, a wide receiver four. Wide receiver five, a guy that can come in, play the slot, play inside. You heard Malik talk about his versatility on the outside, in the backfield, an extension of the run game. He'll play special teams as well. There isn't a single NFL team, an NFL offense, that doesn't like guys like Malik Washington. Multi-versatile talents that can do everything for you. It does not matter where he's aligned or where he gets the ball. A chance to take it for six and a guy that's going to compete his tail off in the run game if you ask to as well. So hope you guys enjoyed. Again, that is my conversation with Malik Washington. A lot more conversations, a lot more interviews for you guys to come as we creep closer towards the scouting combine here and Indianapolis in just a few weeks. And of course, as we creep closer towards the spring free agency and towards the 2024 NFL draft. So hope you guys enjoyed. As always, I'm Ryan Fowler and this is Commanding the Huddle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.